0: Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 140 of a nerd Name Mark podcast. It's me, it's Mark, and this week I got a main topic, something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and I'm going to be finally talking more detail of the Massive Verse. This is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. If you've been a long time listener or viewer of the podcast, you know I love Massive Verse. I am a huge fan. Um, last, if you go back to my Power Morphicon podcast episode, I one of the main things I wanted to do was go to the massive verse panel. I got to meet Kyle and Ryan again and I got some stuff signed to add to my pile of stuff that I've get signed. Uh, and I've been saying I want to do a, a podcast episode going over the, everything And as more characters have popped up in the massive verse and everything else, I was like, all right, this can't be one episode. So, this is just part one of me going into the Massive Verse. I will be splitting up into multiple parts, but not in a row, like one each week. Um, I want to give it time to digest and do more research into it as well. So, uh, that being said, let me move my chair over so I can read stuff. Uh, before I get into the Massive Verse and talk about everything else, I have to go over new stuff. New, new, new. New merch, new stuff I bought. What I've been spending money on. I didn't get my comics this week yet. At the time of recording this, I will be doing that over the weekend, which is when this will go live. So I haven't got my new comics yet. Um, I did, however, take a trip over to uh, Barnes and Noble to get some manga to add to my collection. That's behind me. Uh, so I'm gonna go over those. Not much from a total overall volume wise but from price wise money. Uh so first up the new volume for blue lock started volume five. Huge, huge fan of soccer and the manga. I've not watched the anime. I'm strictly just reading this for right now. Um I'm excited to crack that open. I love the different color like the covers each time having a different like color on them. And the blue like the blue so nice. I love this cover so much. And then, uh, I've been waiting a while for this, uh, cause it's not monthly, uh, volume three of rooster fighter. There's nothing better. I love kaiju. Obviously. I love movies, anime, manga, video games. Give me the big meaty kaijus all the time. That's all I want. Like, big meaty kaijus. And this is about kaijus being fought by a normal sized rooster. That's right. Rooster Fighting Kaiju. Never thought I needed it in my life. Now I don't know. My life is better because this came out. It's magnificent. So really happy that finally came out because after reading volume 1 and 2 I was like, "Man, I want volume 3. Where is volume 3? Give me what I want." And then I finally got multiple volumes of manga that I started reading and getting and then I couldn't find any of like the middle volumes ever in stock. And that's Call of the Night. And I was finally ever able to get Volumes 5, 6, and 7. This, this, this is what I needed. I needed these. And thankfully, Barnes & Noble had them in stock. And I was like, well, I am a Barnes & Noble member. So I was like, I get my 10% discount. I was like, I'm all, all for that little extra oomph to help and lower the prices. So I picked up all three that I needed. Um, Now I just need eight, nine, eight through 11. And then I'm caught up uh I actually just started reading five because I already read one through four and I was just like man eventually I'm gonna find all these in stock." and yeah while I was there I didn't really like some stuff caught my eye but I was like oh I don't really want to start any new series like this February is like my catch-up month to get to continue stuff that's ongoing that I'm behind on it with reading like that I'm caught up on reading but I'm behind reading but I'm behind on like buying and getting in the collection so that's why there's no new up that started that i picked up i did however lastly get volume four of this soul eater perfect edition i love these so much like one the spine the the, the yellow with the black looks so good i like that these aren't it's basically a volume and a half each one which is really nice i do believe like so there's about six chapters in each one so it's about one and a half volumes on them i don't have the, the spine field. So yeah, them being a volume and a half is really nice. So I don't think there's going to be that many total. (laughs) Um, Look, I think as of right now, I think they only released nine or ten total. This is number four. I like that it's a different character on every cover too. And they also put them on the back as well. But I really love Soul Eater. Never read the manga. Watched it. Like, you know, and I read, well, I shouldn't say I read digitally some of the manga. Never bought any of it until now. And glad this is in there as the very loud ambulance goes by. Um, so that's it for what I bought. What I'm currently reading, uh, besides jumping into volume five of Call of the Night, I finished Oshinoko volume one. I have a review video going live soon for that. I just recorded finally. Love that manga. I am very excited for volume two of that manga to release but I don't think it's coming out until like April, which I'm like, I can wait, I guess. Uh, and other than that, i read i finally finished volume four of summertime rendering uh cause, you know a month back i did get the second box set of that so now i just got to read five and six and i'm done and then i'm going to watch the anime finally because apparently it was put on hulu i found out via twitter um because i've been wanting to watch it and i couldn't find it anywhere. and other than that uh i did start pokemon adventure the manga red and blue I'm I just finished the first volume because they're very quick easy to read I'm really enjoying it I'm kind of mad I slept on that manga series for as long as I did because it's actually surprisingly very good um I do pick plan on picking up the uh silver and gold box set next because I always see it on Amazon with prime shipping and it's always on sale so I'm probably gonna get that one next probably around the time I get through like volume six because there's seven in each set and they all lead into each other too so I'm like once I get to like volume six that's when I'll like pull the trigger and order box that for gold and silver but for right now it's not a top priority for me um but yeah that's all I've been reading I really haven't time I've been working a lot and then when I get into what video games I'm playing obviously that will also attribute to why I'm not reading a lot right now but I did however take some time to myself to just build my Sotos that I got because I did get my Soto Commander Geets id for ooh, hit the microphone in the mail, and this looks and I was so happy because you know now I got all the Fever forms for for those of you who listen and are watching that aren't into Toku stuff. You're not gonna know what any of that means, but just know they're really good looking suits on the, the figures. So I, I built all of those, and I was really excited because I can't wait. Usually when I get sodos, I'm like, oh. I'll just build one or two. And I built two the first night. And then the next day, I just finished the whole entire set. Because usually you, you get anywhere from like four, four to six figures, depending on what else is included in the set. Accessory packs and, and that. Um, so I was really excited to build those. I got those all done within less than 24 hours. Uh, and I do have some other stuff that arrived, which I'm going to reach for uh, a model kit for anyone who knows. You can. Use. Can't see at this camera angle but I'm a huge fan of Common Rider blade and I finally got my figure eye standard Common Rider blade set and the effects parts so I'm actually going to be doing a stream this weekend building those because I'm impatient I want to build it I've waited too long for this and I need it I'm like I'm actually I actually have a video I'm going to be filming uh tomorrow I'm gonna be taking everything off of my shelves and reorganizing my whole entire manga collection i didn't realize i passed 300 volumes of manga a while ago uh, not a while but like a couple weeks ago i'm already at like 307 and i've been using this app to keep track of everything i'm gonna be doing a video going over that as well it's called lib ib um or libib uh i really enjoy that app but i really wanted to go over it and do a video for that because i think it's really cool it's definitely been helping me keep track of my manga and when I go out I have an itemized list with the photos of the covers on there and it's really been helping me organize keep track of everything else especially when I get into longer series and more confusing ones like ReZero which has you know chapter one has you know two volumes chapter two has five chapter three has I think 15 or 16 then chapter four so it's tough because they, the keeping track of like how many I have, and I would take photos of my shelves every time I organized them, and I'd be sitting there in a the store, just pinching to zoom in on my phone to look at the photos to see what I had, and it was just when you have a small collection, it's fine. But once you're in the triple digits, it is a pain in the ass to keep tracking your manga that way. So I've been using this app; it's done wonders. You can do it for CDs, movies, like anything, and. So I'm gonna do a whole video going over that and how I organize stuff because I'm hoping it works with comics too. I'm gonna try that with comics, but I don't know if I have the energy to enter my whole entire collection into this app that's a lot of comics. That's, that's that's there's a comma in the total amount of comics I have, and it's and it doesn't start with a two or a three. It's higher, so I don't know if I can actually do that. I don't know if I have the energy or the wherewithal. Um, also, new hat. I love my hat. Uh- <laughs> my wife got me this. And- Oddly enough, for Valentine's Day, like it was. I was like, I don't. Uh, Valentine's Day, it happened this week. It's one of those days where it's like, as a guy, I don't. It's also you know, I wife's like dating anniversary, not marriage anniversary. And, you know, as a guy, I'm just like, yeah, you know, Valentine's Day, you know, get her flowers, a card, go out to dinner. As a male, you're kind of. Once you're out of school and you don't do the Valentine's, like when you're in elementary school, it's like, you're like, whatever, it's Valentine's Day, but got me this hat that i wanted and a jurassic park hoodie and, this and, that. and i was like this is nice like i don't you know you, you know you, you know i don't get used to stuff like that i don't think i ever will but it was very nice and i i loved it so now it's my new hat my favorite hat i wear it and everything uh so yeah that's it like for you know my model kit that's definitely something i'm gonna be building can't wait I'm gonna be doing that live on stream but like I said there's other stuff I want to do like I'm gonna reorganize all my manga and do like a video for that go over how I'm like keeping track of everything I'm buying from manga in my collection and then there's video games how I have time to plan all this stuff and play video games and work full time mind you and be in a relationship is beyond me I don't know how and that's not to be like egotistical, like, oh man, I don't know. Like, look how amazing I am. I struggle with it. I don't, I, you know, it's a lot of work, but you got to put the effort in. Um, I have been playing Fire Emblem Engaged on the Switch so much. And it's more, I'm at the point in the game where it's like, I can continue the story, but I'm just grinding and leveling up and fine tuning my characters and my teams and my emblem rings, you know. But the main thing that we both have been playing, me and the wife, is Hogwarts Legacy. I'm not getting into controversy, not talking about any of that stuff. I'm just saying me and my wife have been playing Hogwarts Legacy. We both have our characters. I believe she's in Hufflepuff. Obviously, I'm in Slytherin because the Superior House is the best house. We know this. It's it's a opinionated fact of mine. But it's been a lot of fun. I've been really enjoying it not a perfect game, but not horrible. I, I, I think the lore and everything of that world, it's about time we got a Harry Potter game that wasn't based on the movie or Lego Harry Potter. It's an actual game and it's, it's really good. It's like original story, original character. It's great. I am enjoying it immensely. And other, on top of that, I'm not really playing anything else. Honestly, uh, those two games are very time-consuming, especially Fire Emblem. Like, Fire Emblem, I've been playing it almost, at least every other day since it came out. Um, There's not really anything else on the horizon right now that I'm just like, I need to play. So it's good to have just one or two games to focus on. And the good thing is, on my lunch breaks or if I'm laying in bed, or over at my computer desk, I can play the Switch. So it's versatile of how, you know, it's a little more easier than having to sit on the couch and you know, play on the big screen and the big TV. Playing PlayStation Five, I can take the Switch and play anywhere in the apartment if I want to. And I got two docks, so I have a dock over my computer desk and one at the TV. So it's very convenient to me while I'm editing or this and that. Come over, dock the Switch, start editing a video, and play that while it's rendering. So that's it for games. Um, a lot of, a lot of good games, a lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, nothing really else. Like I said, on the Horizon coming out soon that I really want to or pick up so those will be biding my time for a couple more weeks most likely all right and now sorry there's a lot of interruption kitten hates my filming setup so when it comes to my tripod she wants to attack it uh there's been outtakes and bloopers of previous videos I've done outside of the podcast where she's literally knocked my tripod over and I literally had to jump and catch catch it before it fell to break my camera uh, so that's it games comics manga all the stuff I picked up and I want to talk about the massive first. Um, so last year we got super massive which was the big I got the hiccups I'm good I'm good I'm good I had like so last year super massive came out which was like the team of book of some of the Titled characters that have their own run. And we got the announcement of supermassive 2023 coming out, which I like that it's like the year underneath it instead of like supermassive one, supermassive two, or instead of putting annual in the name, it's literally you get the freaking year, and it's even on the spine. It's not just as yeah, it's on the spine even. I love that so much. Um, so in order before I get into Massiverse, which was created by Comebook Writer. Kyle Higgins. And before we go into what it started at all with Radiant Black, I have to talk about what drew me to Radiant Black. For starters, I was very wary at first before the first issue came out cuz you know he's tweeting about it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Kyle Higgins. I you know, he wrote Power Rangers, other to Shattered Grid, Rise of Ultraman, Trials of Ultraman, uh Mystery of Super 7. So, obviously I'm huge fan and i've said it before my podcast i will keep saying it ad nauseum over and over again i follow comic book writers to the different projects like Donnie cates with crossover what he's doing with hulk thor i follow that i follow hickman i follow ryan Parrott. like i follow writers that i enjoy the writing for ips i like and then i will check out what they write for either new original IPs or characters that I normally wouldn't write. So I'm like, well I like their writing style here. Let me see what they're doing over here. But a lot of people now I noticed are getting into the massive. And I could not be happier. I genuinely could not. I love like I love the massive. It's really good. Like I don't have it up yet because I gotta find a frame to fit it because it's the awkward dimension. I have the power morphicon poster format supermassive. That they did, and I got the one from their panel that was like the yellow and black scale one. I got it signed by Ryan and Kyle. I need to get Melissa and Sherish uh, and Megan and Matt and everyone else to sign it so I can have everyone who's been working on the Massive Verse to sign this one poster because it's like all the characters on it. And it's great. I can't wait to frame it and put it up there. So, uh, this I'm mainly only going to try and just talk about Radiant Black. Because that's where it all started, and I want to avoid a lot of spoilers. And I'm going to save that for other times I break everything down, just because a lot of people are just—I have friends too and listeners that that, are, that I've been talking to that ju- are just now getting into it. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Um, so I'm going to go over the characters that are in. The, the Massiverse. I'm not going to give full origins and this and that. I'm just going to list them off. But I'm mainly going to be talking about Radiant Black in Volume One, the first arc of the what kicked off everything. Because there's there's a lot there's a lot to this universe, and I was really wary because you're seeing all these other new characters pop up. Like we just got Infernal Girl Red that just came out, which really good. This was in my last last week's video when I talked about like this was so good which is like a three issue run you've got Rogue not like actually no let's list them all. so the most recent one to be included inferno girl red love design love this this is going to be a three issue uh run that so it's not as of right now an ongoing so there's that um rogue son which is ongoing this is from ryan Parrott. obviously this is the one i got signed by him which i need to put up on my wall Um, and then we got the dead lucky, which is from Melissa Flores, who currently is writing power Rangers and doing a phenomenal job. I actually like the way the dead lucky looks so I love that helmet. I like, it's just, this is a cover, like this cover drew me in. And like last week's video with my comic book haul, I got the spawn inspired cover, which was really cool. Another one is radiant red, which, but this was only a five issue arc. Uh, this one was written by, uh, this was Cherish, right? Yeah, yeah. this was from Cherish 10. Uh, really good. Uh, like, I actually enjoy Inferno Red as a, or Inferno <laughs> Radiant Red. I'm going to get them all messed up. This is why I'm listing the characters. Then we had Radiant Pink. That is. This is the Virgin variant. This is from Megan... Uh, Camerona, I'm not gonna open it, but yeah, Maggie Cameron, who is from the Hyperforce Power Rangers, uh, like D and D, uh, series. So it's really cool. All these people have ties to Power Rangers because you know Kyle started writing. He started the Power Rangers with Boom. Then Ryan was on like Go Go. Then he took over Power Rangers and he wrote with Kyle. Melissa is currently now writing Power Rangers. So it's really cool. And then. The one that started all. And uh, this is not issue one, but Radiant Black. This is just one of my favorite covers. So I really wanted to show this cover off. I love this cover so much. I love the character so much. Also, I should say Inferno Girl Red is being written by Matt Groom, who, as you know, was just writing Power Rangers with Ryan. Because when they split it into Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin, they each were writing one. And so it's like the everyone I don't I honestly don't know if uh Parrish wrote anything by I'm unfamiliar with their work so somehow this I'm putting on I apologize I don't know your history as a writer um Radiant Red is written really good though I really like it I'm not gonna it's really good so I will most likely if you're writing anything else I'll probably check it out but it's just the handprint of Power Rangers is all over the series, and I I don't see full inspirations from Power Rangers in it. I know a lot of people are trying to like tie the two together from like comparison standpoint. I don't think there is a comparison. I'm not going to say which one I prefer more because I think both comics are doing really interesting and really good and unique things right now. Especially uh, Radiant Black, the start of it, because I am going to go over basically. The first arc without too much too much details, like I'm gonna try and like not spoil any major plot points. I will be talking about characters' names, what's going on, like how it started. I do I like reading Black felt so grounded in the first issue. just the first issue alone, just the beginning of the issue alone was like I was like, okay, this is the this is how we're getting our main character. main character was a writer and things more, you know, Colin trying to get, you know, extension on things, more money, is in debt, moves home because it wasn't working out as a writer and gets a job as basically a Uber driver. I mean, I know people who have been in similar situations except for the writer part, but who have struggled. And this and that and they just were like, you know what? I'm just gonna drive for Uber. I need money. I need to do something to start chipping away at the debt. and this and that. You gotta do it. And it's, you know, one of those things where you see the dynamic with his family. His dad's just like you get a job, you know, now you focus on working, guess did a work out for you, you know, and the mom being supportive mom. So now he's back home. He meets up with his old buddy, Marshall. Oh yeah, my main character's name is Nate. Uh meets up with Marshall, his old buddy, and you know Going out on town, drinks. Uh, the cool thing about Radiant Black, the power is from basically a mini black hole. And he can control gravity, which is really cool. There's a lot of scenes in the initial Volume 1 uh, where you know, there's a whole situation where they're running for cops and he is able to lift up trains and the police and everything else, which I thought was really cool. Like, a lot of the, the power side of it is something so like unique and the helmet is amazing i want the helmet i saw they had a helmet that you could pre-order or well not pre-order you could order but they make them per order and it's like 500 dollars, but it has the whole leds and everything and i was like i want that but i cannot buy that <laughs> uh, so i don't want to spoil anything else of the story mainly but we the cool thing is radiant red is a villain in this first volume there's some misunderstandings about it But also through volume one we get introduced to like Radiant Pink, uh Radiant Yellow, and they all have, you know, different powers. That's where I could see the parallels where people are drawing to power rangers, like the different colors for each one, but they still have the main black as the main suit color, but then you know, either red or yellow, pink. But I like the difference of powers. You know, radiant pink can open like portals. Uh, radiant Black can basically manipulate gravity and other weird cool things that I don't want to spoil. Uh, radiant Yellow can kind of see timeline stuff, so it could see like the future and things that are happening. And Red can absorb energy and manipulate that stuff, which I was like, that's really cool. This is a unique uh, universe they're building up. And obviously, like I said, super massive. Is the culmination of that. And the best thing about this is, you. And this has been my complaint so much about a lot of comic books doing multiverses or tie ins and this and that, and how you have to keep track of everything. Everything is kind of tied into each other, but they feel so isolated where I can read, you know, The Deadlock and I have my story there. I don't have to be like. And they're. Massive. They may show up in another comp, but it's like you can like who you like from the run, like Rogue Son, which is Rogue Son. This is a that was a slow burn at first. At first, I was like, okay, you gotta build up a lot of stuff. Characters, a snap. Rogue Son. Now that it's hit its stride, easily one of my favorite on my pull list right now, and the artwork is amazing as well, and. So the thing is, like, with how this is, how it is, you can pick who you like. Like, if you are, you know, into Pink, but you don't like the Dead Lucky, you know, you could still go and pick up Massive, and, you know, know what's going on. At least I hope it was Massive 2023. I don't know. I don't know anything about it yet. I saw one thing and I was like, I don't really want any spoilers right now. I was like, or anything that can give away anything. Let me, let me catch up on my reading because uh, I am kind of behind on Radiant Black. I'm a couple issues behind. I have to read those. And it just feels like it, it's such a new, like this massive burst kind of blew up. I was very cautious when they were like, okay, we're going to have all these, like when you look at the list, how many runs are now? you got? Radiant Black. Like I said, Rogue Sun, Radiant Red, which was a, you know, five issue thing. You have the Dead Lucky, which is ongoing. You have Radiant Pink, you have Infernal Girl Red, which is three runs, And then they have a new one that's going to be coming out called No One, that's going to be 10 issues. And I know Rogue Sun, Rogue Sun and uh, Radiant Black are ongoing. The Dead Lucky is ongoing. Everything else is mini-runs. So, you know, Radiant Red's five issues, Radiant Pink, five. Infernal Girl Red is three. No One is going to be 10. And I'm, that's the thing that got me too, seeing uh, No One. And I was like, I saw like some scans and stuff of that, and I was like, that they were using for promotion. And I was like, ooh, this looks good. And I was like, now I just found out that's uh, only ten issues, and that's going to be starting like I think the second week of March, around like the tenth, whatever, whatever the second Tuesday of March falls on. And so I'm like, well, or Wednesday, Wednesday. So I'm like, I can't wait. That's going to be good. That's I'm really excited for that. Um. I'm trying to think. I I don't want to like super spoil anything, so I'm trying to think how far into the massive verse like I want to go in on this one, because this is going to be something I want to like simmer on, or, like, I want to put on low on the slow cooker, because I want to go in on each overall arc, or not arc, but like character, what's going on them with their powers, their origins, and everything else. just. I want to treat more as, like, an introductory to the Massiverse. Who are these characters, like, from a name standpoint? Because, like, like, I have to kind of figure out how I'm going to put everything into chronological order from a standpoint of the story and how I want to, like, give it, like, do I want to it? Like, next time I talk about the Massiverse, I may just talk about Radiant Red or Rogue Sun or Radiant Pink, like, something like that. And... It's something I'm really excited to talk about. It's something I'm really excited to share with everybody, like especially now that more people are getting into the Mathiverse and more people are talking about it, which is great. I love that. Like that's the thing is like I've been in Discord to talk to people about it, but I never saw it when the new issue comes out or I see like the cover, I'll scam like I'll retweet it but, like this cover's amazing. Or, you know, when uh, the Dead Lucky came out congratulating Melissa on that because that was a Cool comic to launch and I love the first issue so much and I love the artwork and the writing and I was like this is good you know there's a lot going on in this universe and that's why well, I was where well, worth like I I guess I'm talking in circles right now because I just don't want to spoil anything that's my main concern I'm trying to figure out how to do this without overly spoiling anything because I want everyone to enjoy reading this and finding out some of those major things you know, at as they're have like as they're catching up to because yes, this uh, I think as of last week was two years since uh the first rating black issue came out. I think it was February twenty twenty one. I don't know the exact date, but the month is already halfway over, so it's a short month. So it had to be, or it's more than half over. So it had to be somewhere around this time. So it's been two years, which is crazy, and. If you think about it, it's been two years, other than me talking about when the new issues come out and how much I'm enjoying it, I haven't actually gone in depth to talk about the massive verse in two years at all. Which I'm shocked honestly. And kind of appalled that I would wait this long. Yeah. I shouldn't have waited. Um, and also, like the cool thing is too, Radiant Black and, and nothing and I say everything now that I'm thinking about that it's been two years, nothing was really rushed either. Because I know Rogue Sun didn't come out until spring of last year. So we went more than a full year of getting Radiant Black only issues before the next one came out. And even Radiant Red, who is in Radiant Black comics, didn't get their little five issue run until the same time frame as when Rogue Sun came out. And... Dead Lucky just came out fall of last year. I think we're only like four maybe five issues in and you know and then like Radiant Pink didn't start until December and Inferno Girl Red we just got the first issue at the end of last month and so a lot of the stuff was already set up and now we're starting to get these other characters getting their own comic and and that which is really cool and that's That's honestly, that's actually really cool, especially because we got Super Massive before we started getting any of the other other comics coming out. I remember Super Massive came out also a year ago today. Like, a year ago, I think. Yeah, in February. Yeah. So it's been a year since basically Super Massive came out. And so we already had Radiant Black for a year, then Supermassive, then boom, here's Rogue Sun, here's Radiant Red. Okay, all these three issues are going all the way through the summer. Fall starts, here you go, here's the Deadlock. So the timing and pacing, everything is working out. And another cool thing about Massiveverse is at the Parallel Power Morphicon, hearing them all talk about how much. They had creating these new characters in a new universe without having to work, as you know, they worked on parameters without having basically any source material or pre notions or this and that that they had to, you know, work with. These are all like, and there's always tropes in these things, and they're in there, but they're good. Like I don't, tropes aren't a bad thing, especially in superhero stuff. You know, that's that's the foundation, but something about all the characters very grounded and realistic like for example radiant pink is when not you know radiant pink is basically a live streamer, content creator that's cool i think that's a very interesting standpoint of that how that works you know the deadlocky you know there's ties to military squad and this match and I'm not gonna go into how people get their powers this time. I don't want to spoil that, but there's 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 something for everyone. There's something one of these characters in this universe will catch your eye. For me, it was Radiant Black. Like I said, Rogue Sun I really enjoy from a story standpoint. And this, that like I I am enjoying every run. Nothing's perfect, but I personally am enjoying this universe that's being created. But definitely, as of right now, like we have like I know Rogue Sun Volume 1 is out. Uh we have, I believe, three two I know there's two definite volumes for radiant blackout so if you haven't go pick those up at your local combo shop especially volume one of radiant black. I feel like if you read volume one of radiant black and it hooks you you're gonna like everything else that's been released and you're gonna like where this is going especially after volume one for like volume one is good but the end of volume one going into the beginning of volume two, it, it, it draws you in and you're like, all right, I need to read everything. now. I need to be, I need to be cut off. And that's and very few comic runs have done that for me. And Massiverse and Radiant Black have done that a lot. That's really, that's it for verse. This is just the introduction to the verse. The next time I do it, which won't be next week, because I'm going to give some time between it because I have other topics and other stuff I want to talk about. Um. The next one I'm going to go over, I'm going to be going in order of story. So I will be going over volume one and volume two of Radiant Black with spoilers <laughs> to an extent. Uh, I'm going to leave any super major stuff out, but I will be talking. There will be spoilers when I start talking about that stuff. So that's going to be in the second part of my Into the Massive Verse, as I'm going to be calling it now. So.
1: Hope you guys enjoy. It. Let me know in the comments below if you've
0: checked if you're watching this on YouTube. If you've checked out any of the Mass stuff, what have you thought so far? Who's one of your favorite characters? Um, I I'm really intrigued. I have friends now who've been reading them, who started actually with the Dead Lucky, and then they're now going back and they picked up the Volume One and Two of Radiant Black, and they're enjoying it. And I really love that. I love getting my friends into new comic series. My friends who don't even read comics that read Volume One. I was like. Good, and they like superhero stuff, and they watch like a lot of movies. I'm like, hey, you should check out this book; it's a good book. Uh, But yeah, let me know in the comments below if you've checked out the Massiverse. What you think? Uh, That being said, I don't really much else going on. Like I said, I'm gonna be—I got some new videos going up on YouTube channel. Uh, Really happy to be back doing the podcast all week. I was like, I can't wait. I don't have time, but I can't wait to record. I'm gonna talk about the Massiverse and everything else. Like I'm back in the swing of—I can't wait to record the podcast. And yeah, so I think everyone who actually checked out the return podcast episode 139 that I appreciate it. Uh, you checked it on YouTube, you checked out the audio version, which by the way is available on all audio listening platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, iHeart radio places basically, type a Nerd podcast into any audio listening platform and it should pop up. If it doesn't, let me know on social media, which is. Uh, very original, a nerd named Mark on Instagram and Twitter. Very easy to find me. I just keep everything the same. So that way there, I don't have to, you know, forget what name I have for what account. And get things reversed. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I, thank you guys for watching on YouTube. I know not a lot of people watch on YouTube because everyone listens to more of the audio version, but if you're checking this video, I appreciate you. While you're here, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button down below. I am hopefully going to hit a thousand subs before the summer's over. That is my goal. And I am getting there. And I appreciate everyone who has been checking out the channel. But with that being said, this has been episode 140 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. My name is Mark and I'm a nerd. Also, I like my hat. This is a nice hat, honestly. Very, once I get a haircut, it'll probably look better because I haven't cut my hair in months. Um, Probably should. I know that kind of messes with me. the outro to the video, but I just, you know, I, as I, you know, said my I'm a nerd thing. I looked over, I saw the preview window, and I was like, this, man, I do say, is quite nice. But that's it. That's it.